Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another programme. Now in today's edition we are going to move on to episode six of Leo Tolstoy's Coaching Wisdom. So this is month six, it's June. It's all from that phenomenal book, uh, The a Calendar of Wisdom. A collated series of 365 lessons or individual pieces of wisdom that have been collected from the phenomenal Leo Tolstoy. And as I've said many times before, I couldn't pass it by as an opportunity to share in the podcast some of the things that um, Leo Tolstoy discusses. So here we go. It's uh, episode six, and there's a good number of points that will just probably be reminders for us but um, will help everybody without a shadow of a doubt will help help everybody on their own personal journey no matter what niche you're in no matter what what your area of expertise in if it's your family if you're a leader in your family if you are a coach a manager if you are a business leader whatever it is this will uh, this will help you without a shadow of a doubt so here we go number one Leo Tolstoy talks about having a balance in your life. He talks about the futility of endless, endless work. The, you know, 18 hours a day, 15 hours a day, day after day after day. And look, I'm making no comment whatsoever on people's personal needs or preferences. But what he's saying is it's much better if we can adopt a balanced way of life that allows the sufficient recuperation, the fish, the sufficient recovery, so that we're not, you know, short-tempered. We're not. We don't have a a fuse that's half a centimeter long, and we can deal with all the challenges that everyday life brings us. Number two, amazingly enough, I've been reading a book by Ryan Holiday that. Uh, talks about something called the eternal student again which was so good we did a podcast episode on it and leo tolstoy himself talks about having that attitude that approach to life of learning of humility of having an open mind and being willing to learn and be that eternal student so that every single day in all the circumstances and challenges and and, and experiences we have we utilize those and build up a, a bank that we can draw on that makes us a more evolved individual so that the quality of our lives is better and the quality of our leadership is better so we can influence better. So he talks about being that eternal student. Number three, he talks about remembering at specific times that ultimately we are all one and going to war whether that's a country against country or going to war with people is often a, again, I'll use that word, a future, a futile and very wasteful and damaging thing. And 
he talks about the advantages of discussion and the advantages and benefits of listening and creating relationships so that we can have conflict, we can have disagreements, we can say that, you know, this is my standpoint, this is what I, I desire and this is what I, I stand for and this is what I believe and therefore I will act as such. But being able to move on in a professional way and a mature way. Now, you know, this isn't about saying, oh, I just give in to everybody, say yes all the time to avoid conflict. Absolutely not. It's in fact saying the opposite. It's saying stand up for what you believe in, speak kindly and speak strongly about what you believe in. But the skill is, if at all possible, retain the relationship. And that is an absolutely phenomenal skill. And that is what, in my opinion, Tolstoy is referring to. Number four, take time to think. I remember probably 30 years ago, if not a little bit before that, somebody gave me, in those days, a cassette tape. A cassette tape called The Strangest Secret. And it was narrated by a guy with an amazing voice called Earl Nightingale. And on that tape, one of the lines that hit me most of all was this. It said, men simply don't think. And when he said men, he's referring to men and women, male and female. And I think he is saying that... You know, we get up in the morning and we just jump into action unconsciously and how many people spend years and years and years, and I'll put my hand up and say that I've done it, just doing, doing, doing without taking a conscious thought about what it is I'm doing, why I'm doing it. I'm just doing it because this is programmed into me. And he says that men simply don't think and with uh, amazing intellects that we're gifted with, that we need to hone, we need to work on. And if we use that power of our mind and our brain and our thought process to focus on what is important to us, not only will it make our lives better, it will save us countless, countless numbers of hours, days, weeks, and probably years as well. Next one, number five, remember what comes first, the thought or the deed. It's the horse and the cart. If you get your thoughts in order, you get your, it's a bit like, I'm jumping a little bit myself there, but it's a little bit like all that great advice about if you plant, if you fail to plan, it's a plan to fail. It's, it's the same thing said in a different way. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. All the, all the coaching sessions I've done that uh, I, I can look back on and think, you know, I've got something out of that. The players have got something out of that. There's been a, been a positive outcome have been where there was a plan. Now, whether that plan was greatly detailed or sketched or, or, or thought out and, and, and noted, and I'm a big believer in writing things down, but the thought will always come before the deed, the horse or the cart. The next one, remember about the ability to let go. Here he is talking about, in my opinion, that balance between doing everything you can, working hard, endeavouring, doing your bit, and when you have inputted, you've done the physical bit, the discussions, the conversations, the meetings, the coaching sessions, whatever it is, then it's time to 
let go, let go of that anxiety and just let it be because the rest of it will take care of itself. You know how many times, and I can certainly relate to this, I don't know about you out there, how many times can you think and, and, and look back at times when you've spent hours and hours and hours, maybe of a night time, of an evening, and maybe for weeks on end, wondering, wishing, uh, focusing on things that are totally out of control, out of your control, out of our control. And um, we've done our best, and that's the time to learn to do it, let go, and let the universe do the rest, because it's beyond our control, and it's wasted energy when we should be probably enjoying our family, enjoying our downtime, and getting the best rest and recovery when we can. And that was something that I had to learn very painfully and very slowly. Next one, foundational values. Sometimes and quite often, depending on what your situation is, and it probably is for everybody really, we are called, we are forced, we are pushed into making daily decisions. And those decisions can be as simple as what am I having for dinner? Who am I going to speak to today? Am I going to engage in this conversation? What am I going to say to this person? How am I going to deal with this? And how am I going to act right now? And if we have in place a set of foundational values, and they can be one, two, three, four, fifty things that to us as individuals, and that's the, one of the key things as individuals are absolute bedrock uh key things that are so important to us they are one of our foundational values they will then tell us or predict what we will do now if you haven't got those foundational values nailed down then your response in that given situation could be anything and this was brought to light to me in an application for a course that i did and one of the questions on that course was what are your key values and I was quite surprised by the question in fact and I was also quite I thought well that's a well thought out question in my opinion and I found it simple to answer the answer that what are your key values because a while ago somebody asked me that question and I thought I'm not sure what they are so my question to you is stimulated by Leo Tolstoy is what are your key fundamental values? Now, they may be things like honesty, integrity, humility. It could be anything. It, it, it could doesn't have to be those things. It can it can be many many more. But things that are important to you, and they will guide your decision making on a daily basis. And those decisions on a daily basis, as people say time and time again, decide the outcome of your life because it's not that one 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 time decision I'm going to be this I'm going to be that it's those little tiny things added up day after day after day after day after day after day after week after week after month after month that ultimately decide your destiny and it will rest on what your foundational fundamental values are that's a powerful one from Leo okay next one really simply understand what your role is in your life or your organization Tolstoy talks about how, especially when we get a little bit of recognition, especially when we climb up the ladder a little bit, how we start to seek out and think, seek out the recognition, seek out the glory and, and pad ourselves out with a comfortable existence when actually 
what is the question is what is your role what am i here to do and to get on with the grind the drudgery the work the effort the endeavor to create the result and not get sucked into that oh this is nice i've got my office i've got my plant i've got my secretary i've got the people who help me that velvet rut as he calls it where everything is comfortable and you think you're doing okay you may think you're doing okay but in terms of growth there's probably a lack in there and that is what leo is pointing out i think when he's talking about that remember the next one remember to play the long game time and time and time again as a as a young person and i don't know how many of you recognize this that that impatience that 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 have it gotta have it now that 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 inability to wait that endeavoring to just do it all today gets in the way and the number of things that went by the by were destroyed were just given up on because it was that great big inferno of excitement and enthusiasm only to fizzle out like a cheap firework as they say when the inability to continue that focus that controlled that rational effort and and, and, and deed you know day in day out week in week out with that that precise focus on what it is we want in the long term not just that oh i'm going to do this today Woof, gone doesn't happen oh can't be bothered pick all the pieces up let's move on so remember as tolstoy is saying always have in the back of your mind no matter matter what the travesty in front of you is no matter what the challenge in front of you is what is your long-term objective helps you get over those little arguments those little fights with your loved ones helps you deal with all the people you work with who are in a, a little bit of a bad mood today because something's happened at home that they don't you can't know about etc 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 so it happened hundreds of years ago and probably thousands of million years ago as well uh, as well as today next one embrace the challenges embrace the challenges do not be one of those people as tolstoy is saying who wish for a comfortable secure life where everything is perfect it's roses plentiful and the sun shines and you're lying on a beach and you have all the money in the bank and you've no need to work you don't need to do anything it's a dream it's an illusion and it is a way to discontent and unhappiness says leo tolstoy and i think i agree with him i'll hold my hand up and say you know what those times when i was at work and i thought this feels uncomfortable it's hard it's difficult i don't want to be here it's an effort and only to have that financial freedom not to have to do this to lie on a beach and to be wealthy and secure etc etc hey nothing wrong in having astronomical amounts of wealth nothing wrong in having astronomical amounts of property and being a business person and being very successful he is not saying that what tolstoy is talking about is let go of the dream but having a life of no challenge with nothing to stimulate you and to make you grow is a way to being happy he is saying it's not 
and I don't know about you, but I, I agree with him. So embrace those challenges and um, let them guide you so that you can grow. Remember, and this is a strange one for coaches, you can only really improve and work on yourself. So all those times when we say he or she needs to do that, they need to do this, you need to do that, and point the finger, the only real thing we can control is what we do, what we think, how we respond. And in doing so, Tolstoy points out that that is what then creates the change in others. As Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see. Be the change you wish to see. And Tolstoy is repeating the same mantra, in my opinion. Be that change and be that person. Here's one that Tolstoy said that Willie Donnerke reminded me of a number of weeks ago when we did his great podcast, Don't Criticize. Avoid the temptation to criticize. So easy to criticize easy to throw stones, easy to say this is, you should have done this, you should have done that, they should be this, they should be that. You know, as, okay, let's go back to the coaching school and say as coaches, it is our job to analyse and to judge and we make judgments and on those judgments, what do we do? We make decisions sometimes and sometimes we release players and say that this player is not at the level, the required level. What Tolstoy is saying there is, not that you don't engage in that kind of profession. He is saying don't engage in futile and fruitless tirades of criticism to protect yourself when actually you need to look at yourself in a certain situation and say, hey, I need to man up, woman up, get on with it, be better at this and not blame everybody and anybody else. So that's the distinction I think he's talking about. Next one, the classic Shakespearean wisdom of know yourself. If you know yourself, you set your own standards, you set your own success and benchmark, and you are not influenced unduly by the committee of they and everybody else. It's a great way to have a happier life. Next one, very simply, Tolstoy extols us to be a good person in this world where, hey, as the Stoics will tell us, there is tragedy, there is war, there is death, there is disease, there is injustice, there is horror. Be in your own terms, in your own life, by your own standards, a good person. It's a great place to start. On the way, create for yourself what he calls an inner citadel. An inner city within yourself that um, it was Viktor Frankl in his phenomenal book, A Man's Search for Meaning, when he wrote about his experience in the Nazi concentration camps, when everything, family, possessions, absolutely everything of a physical nature was taken from him. And along with the thousands and millions of others, he was treated like an animal, stripped naked, worked to the bone, 
starved, brutalized. He had within him, as did the survivors of that Holocaust, in his opinion, a place inside him, in his own mind, that was untouchable. And that is what Tolstoy is talking about. It's vital when the turmoil of life hits us, when we're in that state where everybody, as Rudyard Kipling says, is losing their head. Have you got that inner sanctum where you can mentally retreat to and be present and be in that situation as the leader and make a calm, rational decision and thought process that will help while everybody else is losing their head. Next one, act in line with your conscience. So if you ever have a feeling that you should be doing something, take notice of it. How many times have we had that situation where we thought, oh, I, had a, I should have done that. I knew I should have done that. I felt I should have done that, but I was pressured, etc. I was torn. I, I didn't listen to my inner voice and I did something else or I acted like something else and you later thought that that is the answer. That voice doesn't go away, says Tolstoy. That will always be there. So act in line with your conscience. Next one, be compassionate. Compassion, as Tolstoy says, is a great characteristic. It helps you be a better leader. It helps you empathize. And it is recognized and is, a tra is an attractive characteristic that people like to see and people like to be around. So embrace that. Be compassionate. Understand what real freedom is. Real freedom is being yourself. So freedom is not that freedom from work, freedom from financial pressure, freedom from anything. Freedom is a choice. Freedom is within you. When you make your own decisions about what's real for you, what's right for you, what's the way to act and take responsibility, that is freedom. And that's what Tolstoy is talking about. And we can spend all our lives searching for freedom. And as they say, it is within yourself to find that freedom. It's linked to those values. It's linked to, to those fundamentals that are important to you. Next one, we're nearly there. Remember, you do not have to justify yourself to anybody. And when you get to the point where you understand yourself, when you get to the point where you've defined your values, you've defined what's important to you and you can stand up and say, this is me. I'm proud of me. I like me. In fact, I actually love me. I don't love me in a sycophantic way. I have a degree of self-love, as Robert Shuler talks about. Um, you do not then have to worry about what other people think because you are you and you are happy with you and you are not subject to the committee of they and then you will no longer need or feel the need to justify yourself. Going back a little bit to the thought process that Leo Tolstoy said, remember to think he says, use your intellect. And I think he's probably repeating the other point, or I've read it uh, the same point, that, uh, the same way. Use your intellect. Do not waste what we have 
in our brains and our minds to change things and make the world a better place. You know, the jet engine, the, the, the air conditioning, the, 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 the rockets that go to the moon, the, the, the tech we have, anything, fire, anything, buildings, architecture, engineering, it's all come from using the intellect in the first instance. And remember the last one, remember that it's an inner journey. What Tolstoy is saying, he might be repeating himself and I might be looking at it and reading it as a repeat. He's talking about the decision internally to say, this is me, this is what I believe in, this is what my values are, or these are my values, and I am going to act in line with them, and that will be success for me. And it's an inner journey. It's not something where we look externally and we say, right, I'm in this organization. If I'm at the top, if I'm the boss, then I am successful. That may be part of the journey, but on its own, that will not be successful because you can scratch and climb and endeavor and push everybody else down and get there at whatever cost you like. And when you get there, you will look back and you will think, I am not satisfied, I am not happy, I am not fulfilled because it is an inner journey. And by fulfilling that inner journey, the, the, the external consequences, whether they involve being at the top of that organization as a goal, exist or not, they will just fall into place. And actually the thing that you really want may turn out to be such a minor thing that actually it's really not important. And that is what that piece of wisdom from Tolstoy means from, from my point of view. So I hope that resonates with you. There's quite a few great points in there and uh, maybe one or two of those will think, you know what, that's worth doing a little bit more investigating because that's what this is all about. I'm just the, the person sharing it and um, certainly not somebody who's come up with this. So please, please do not think that. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. It's... Um, the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Um, catch me on Our Game. Download the Our Game app and um, find out about what we do on there. Um, communicate with me on there on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, www.robrows.co.uk on the website. Let me know what you think. And um, here's to uh, enjoying and uh, a more profitable coaching, leadership, and management experience. All right. Catch you later. Bye bye.